Blog Talk Radio. Plenty of people, the wine and thing like that, and got 
light and thing out too. We prayers deal with honor and thing like that, and we hope, say, we can get this year together over time and thing like that. So we want honor to come on in, join with the evening. We're nice and warm and be part of what we to do and thing like that. All right. So this evening we gonna crack the teeth all the rest of it. So they're all on the chilling and thing with the Arjona Count family. So we're so happy that so many people around the world have definitely been supporting the work that we've been doing and especially supporting the efforts that have been going on throughout Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Awareness Month. We've had a very interesting month. We had different events that did not go on that annually would be held for different reasons, so a lot of them having to do with still facing storm recovery. That's why our prayers are going out to folks in the Northeast tonight who don't have the power back on yet because I guess these windstorms that went through, because we had several of those on yesterday ourselves, and so we know how that is to have to recover and get your lights back on and get back underway. And so we definitely thank the people who did come out to Moja when we launched the beginning of the month and those who came out to the St. Helena Community Market that was held at the very beginning of the month, as well as those who are gearing up to come on out to the St. Helena Island Community Market for this coming Saturday. And so that will happen from 10 to 3 at the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial Park. And then we will also have it on the third weekend as well. The second weekend, not only will Heritage Days be going on in St. Helena, which will be totally different than in the past, but also there is the Rice Borough Rice Festival that's going to be coming up again this year down in Riceboro, Georgia. They have a Friday evening launch event on that second Friday of November. And then that Saturday is the parade at 9 a.m., and I'll be presenting at 11.25 a.m. We also have the Day Clean the African Spirit, the Geechee Gullah Shouters, Guadeta, even though it should be Gullah Geechee, or Gullah is before Geechee. And we also got... Special Formula Band, why I hit the stage. That are we brothers from down going in Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida. So it's going to be a Gullah Geechee time for true in Riceboro. So if you're planning to come down to the coast, make sure that you plan to spend some time there in Riceboro, Georgia, on Saturday, the 11th of November, especially. But if you're going to go and stay, then the 10th and 11th, that evening of the 10th, they have activities for you, and also on Saturday, the 11th. So looking forward to being down there on the Georgia coast, celebrating with the whole family and having a great time. Now, it has been a very interesting time here, not only with the weather, but let's just talk about the climate. And last weekend we spent some time in Charleston dealing with the sea level rise workshop, and we're going to be having some other disaster preparedness and recovery workshops specifically geared toward the Gullah Geechee family in the new year. And, you know, every year we do a number of workshops and other things and present this information, and I'm always engaged with also the work at the international level in regard to 
all of these different climate science issues and climate change dynamics that are happening and the types of impacts that they are having on communities, on families, on cultural heritage sustainability. So this is a major focus of mine. This is not a minor pastime in any way, shape, or form. So we definitely want folks to be encouraged, but at the same time be enlightened. So please engage in these types of activities. And when you see us posting things on our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Facebook fan page, or the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition fan page, or if you follow us on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee, you will find that we post a plethora of information about these different dynamics and things that are happening. And it has been an interesting month for us with Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Awareness Month because in the midst of trying to want to celebrate and our and being aware of that culture and the heritage that's associated with it, we then have to be the people that resist people exploiting us and resist people removing us. And now due to environmental factors, there's a lot of discussion about build zones, no-build zones, buffer zones once again, as well as retreat and resilience. And many people have been trying to talk to indigenous communities or lower-income communities about buying them out so that they can move them to other places of higher ground. But typically, typically, Gullah Geechis do not build into the marsh line and we do not build on the ocean front. Generally speaking, when you see a Gullah Geechee living on the marsh front, living on the ocean front, they still don't build into it, and they try to put their houses and everything to the forward points of the property line, and they have the water part because they inherited it. I tell you this because in our own family, we have both inland property and waterfront property marsh front property. And so these are things that traditionally we want to access the waterway in order to nurture ourselves, but we do not want to become inundated with water during even a spring tide, which has now become king tides. And then when you begin to go into hurricanes, tropical storms, tropical cyclones, and these types of things, that's a whole nother level, including level that we're dealing with now. So part of the thing is to resist people dangling small carrots as if we're rabbits. There are many people that live in the Gullah Geechee Nation who are of African descent that are not native Gullah Geechee. There are people who are assimilated Gullah Geechee, meaning they were born here, but their whole mentality has been structured around the U.S. government and what they believed from what they were miseducated about who black people really are in the U.S., that instead of recognizing the reality that Gullah Geechis were African people who were kidnapped and then exploited to actually literally build what is the United States, many Gullah Geechis have bought stories and storylines that make it look as if Anglo men built the U.S. and that they have a right to be the ones in charge of things. So when you have those types of individuals get in any types of positions 
whether it's in the educational system, and that's one of the worst places for them to be, but there are plenty of them in there, within the institutional systems of museums. We have a lot of them floating around here as executive directors and board members that then regurgitate these stories that are not accurate, and they cannot be proven out by literature, by research, by in-depth research and analysis of literature. You cannot prove out that Anglo men built America. You can say that they exploited the labor and the knowledge of Africans to build it, to have it built for their benefit, but they didn't. in many ways they did not build it. And so the Gullah Geechee resistances to now have to not only contend with the misinformation, the constant and continued exploitation of the terms Gullah Geechee now to benefit institutions that are not owned, operated, nor collaborating with Gullah Geechees that are exploiting the name because it brings in tourism dollars. And then the tourism dollars that they claim are going to benefit the community are supposed to always come by way of jobs and people not looking at the fact that these jobs then are menial jobs. They tend to be low-wage jobs, and then you get locked into what we just discussed at one of the schools in Alicute last week, closing out the celebration with educating some of our own students, wage slavery. So once again, if you now flip it and say, well, okay, well, I want to work as my own boss, but I want to be an executive director of a nonprofit. You get drawn back in again because if you are applying for grants up against other organizations who are more established organizations that have grant writers and can afford to have grant writers, and they put out proposals saying they want to do something Gullah Geechee, then they are more likely to have someone on the inside that's going to push their application through than the native traditionalists who are actually living the culture, who should be able to teach the culture, who should receive outright funds as opposed to grants, and it shouldn't be a competitive thing to do that. There should be people who are philanthropists that see work being done that could just say, well, I want to contribute to it. We're blessed because in the 20 years of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, we have received mystery checks at various times through our GoFundMe campaign for Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy. We've had a considerable amount of people over this past year, just individuals, say, I want to give $20, I want to give 10 I give 5 I give 50 I give 100 And some people have given repeatedly over this year. Others show up to events and activities and want to give because they believe that us resisting taking pennies $2,000 here, $20,000 there that you cannot sustain an institution with, but you take the money and then you also take dictation that says, well, we don't want any of the Gullah Geechee Nation's leaders there. What we want you to do is have these other people who are quote-unquote academics, quote-unquote scholars on the topic about Gullah Geechee's to come in. Or this group we've kind of approved because they're entertainers and they're people who we know aren't going to buck our status quo. 
we want you to hire them and let them present for this event, and then we'll give you the $2,000 or the $5,000 to put it on. So it has become a re-commodification of Gullah Geechee people that has been going on that has to be resisted, that our ancestors resisted. We had Cato. We've had Robert Smalls. We've had Mr. Whipper and Mr. Miller and all those who were part of the Reconstruction Congress. We've had people that stood up like Dan Marzisi before their time to stand up and speak up and speak out on our behalf. We've had the Wisdom Circle Council of Elders of the Gullah Geechee Nation, our Assembly of Representatives members of the Gullah Geechee Nation, to enter various arenas and challenge the narrative, challenge the interpretation that you are constantly trying to put us back into the cotton field, the rice field, on the plantation, only singing ditties, only dressed up in costume, not the people then being funded to stand up, stand out, and speak up. Violations of our human rights, direct violations of intellectual property, direct assaults on the even even consideration of you having intellect. So these are things that we are yet still battling, and that is why Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Awareness Month is such a vital and critical celebration for us because we have an opportunity then to present to people the realities of our culture and not just what is dressed up for people to come out and see during celebrations, during plays, and during festivals wherein people are performing so that people can grasp things through the arts. And we want folks to realize even then you need to truly cherry-pick what it is and who it is that's presenting it to see are they actually delivering to you authenticity or just another form of exploitation to get money in because Gullah Geechee is now a buzzword, a buzz term, that when it comes down to actually standing out front, being in the meetings that I've been in over this past month about sea level rise, about jurisdictional lines for the beachfronts, the people who are on commissions and other things of this nature, they weren't there. They were not in the room. And they don't tend to be in the room. And when there's actually a protest going on, they're not in there. They're not out there. They're not going to speak against the system that even was the same system that enslaved their ancestors, the same system that wanted to put accepting our people voting for and sending their own leaders even into legislatures. These are the people whose system was designed on the two-party system in America that right now is on the global news daily, cannot be escaped on any show, even on the radio, where you have comedians, black comedians, doing radio shows in the morning and in the afternoon. Their Political discussions are inundated with the two-party system of the U.S., but no one wants to talk about the human rights of the people and the resistance to that and how you can have another system. So fortunately, I give thanks for those who have supported the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition for 20 years, 
I give thanks for those who contribute to the Gullah Geechee Angel Network, the official 501c3 of the Gullah Geechee Nation. I give thanks for the people who are part of the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Committee of Northeast Florida. I give thanks for those who have stood up and stand out and will speak up even when one of us who have been elected and appointed to be leaders for the Gullah Geechee Nation are not in the room and will say to someone else, I don't think you should be talking about you doing a Gullah Geechee story or exhibition or production without consulting with Native Gullah Geechees themselves. And we thank all of you who take the time out to pass on links like GullahGeecheeNation.com to pass on at Gullah Geechee on Twitter and on Instagram to others, or to say go on Facebook to Gullah Geechee Nation and watch some of those videos and look at the dialogues and involve yourself, engage yourself, come out to the activities and meet the real people, and then help them because they are resisting being annihilated, not only by storms potentially coming to the Gullah Geechee Nation's coastline or the sea level rise, but the rise in ignorance, the rise in wanting to be entertained instead of wanting to be educated, the rise in people preferring reality TV to reality. Reality TV is not real. 99% of it is not reality. It's scripted. And then people are chosen to be put in certain positions to evoke certain reactions. You get more real stuff from some of the dramatic shows that are on television nowadays than reality TV because they're focused on political issues and things that are real to our current state of affairs. As a note there, one of my favorite films, to use and to direct people to about climate change dynamics, actually the day after tomorrow. I would now add to that geostorm. The message of the movie Geostorm is a critical one. And of course, being someone who is an environmental rights advocate and activist and defender, I watch these films intensely and attentively and attentively so that I can share the knowledge with others. And I feel Geostorm is a great tool that should inspire others in the global platform to come together to resist forms of government that don't concern themselves with what is happening to the planet, that are sitting here denying what is going on with the planet. It is high time and that word chosen intentionally, for us to stand together or get in these boats that they keep claiming that the high tide raises all of them together. So if you got a bateau and I got a yacht, we all need to be out here sailing along together, dealing with these dynamics and these issues that we are faced with. But I know that's not for everybody because there are those who will literally want you out of the way, want you killed for standing up. They'll do all they can to put their hands on your shoulders to push you back down instead of supporting you standing up. Well, there's a few things that 
we want to talk about, that we don't want to overlook, that is always a part of our focal point here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. The Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, which is the grassroots organization for Gullah Geechee people worldwide, approaches this year's Human Rights Day, which will be on the 10th of December, and 21, you know, December 21st is the anniversary of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. I want us to start to already think on some of these issues as we talk about resistance, because this is the international decade of people of African descent, and we're already three years into it. And so before we know it, we'll be at the halfway mark. This is also the time where we're looking at the sustainable development goals and how we in the Gullah Geechee Nation can be an active part of achieving every one of those sustainable development goals by 2030. So when we look at that in the context of a body of people working together, where we are in our different boats and different oceans and different creeks and different estuaries, but yet as these sea levels rise and these storms approach, we all get tossed, moved, and wakes come that we didn't expect, and then we have to batten down our hatches, and we could do it better if we did it globally. We need to look at the Universal Declaration of Human Rights and how we can begin to use that document as a consistent piece of material to educate one another through and to live out. The Universal Declaration of Human Rights will turn 70 very soon and is now available in more than 500 languages. I think I'll take the time and translate it into Gullah myself. This year, the hashtag is Stand Up for Human Rights. And Human Rights Day, as it approaches us in December, we're going to be looking at the fact that Universal Declaration of Human Rights empowers us all. The human rights are relevant to all of us every day. Our shared humanity is rooted in these universal values. Equality, justice, and freedom prevent violence and sustain peace. Whenever and wherever humanity's values are abandoned, we are all at a greater risk and that we need to stand up for our rights and those of others. Well, as we talk about the loss of rights, we talk about how people are not actually given their just due when they stand up for rights. I wonder how many people realize that there is an ongoing resistance to the resistors. I say that again. I wonder how many people realize there's an ongoing resistance to the resistors. And you might say, well, that's interesting. Why? What kind of statement is that? Well, what kind of statement is that? Is this. There is such a thing called COINTELPRO. Okay? Now, COINTELPRO, I will give you homework to go and study and find out what is that. 
what is COINTELPRO? Okay, C-O-I-N-T-E-L-P-R-O, COINTELPRO. COINTELPRO, and many of you have listened to this show, you've watched me on Gullah Geechee TV, you know that I, if you follow us on Facebook, you know that I have consistently reminded you that COINTELPRO has not ended. So COINTELPRO used to somewhat of a covert operation. It is not covert now. It is overt now. Now, part of that has to do with the fact that there is social media and that even the U.S. government is in on social media. They observe people via social media and observe organizations via social media. So there is no doubt in our minds whatsoever about the various files that are out there about the Gullah Geechee Nation that they have and what it is that they feel should go on or shouldn't go on or constantly keeping an eye out. And, you know, we're well aware of the various people who've turned coat simply because they've been approached by government operatives to say things to them or kind of lean a little hard on them to tell them not to participate in Gullah Geechee Nation activities or don't have Gullah Geechee leaders there. Don't write a story in your newspaper about the Gullah Geechee Nation. Instead, we give you these other people over here that we chose for you, and you should write about them and what they're doing. And maybe I give you $100, $200 even if you do that with the promise of there being some millions out of this 10 mil later on. Now, it's interesting that people act as if they're unaware of something that exists while they are part and parcel to it, while they're agents of it, while they're collaborators in it. Because if you don't want anybody that these are the types of things going on and you don't stop anybody from being harmed by these things going on, you are a participant. You are a contributor to people being harmed, to nationhood being harmed, to there being setbacks in people's human rights. Now, if you can sleep well doing that, may God help you in that. Now, here it is that with a lot of what is currently underway has been quite intriguing as to how it has been playing out in what is really now mainstream media, social media. Because the U.S. government, the FBI, now has a watch list for people and groups that I have that they call black identity groups. Okay? They have information out here from the FBI that calls certain groups black identity extremists. Now this information is being published on the internet, it's being blogged about, it's being tweeted about, 
it's being posted where they are just now releasing the COINTELPRO files and hidden files, and God only knows if they actually have everything where you can read it or where they've struck through a lot of it with black marker, but they're just now releasing information about the death of JFK, John F. Kennedy, the former president of the United States who got assassinated by what they often refer to as a magic bullet. And people are saying, well, why would they pick now to release that? Hmm, maybe they're picking that. So that you'd be so busy turning your head to wonder why that's out here and what is it that's so special about it being out here now so that they can add more black folks to their current list of who they intend to harass and keep files on. Okay? So there is an ongoing resistance to the resistors, at any point in time that black people in the U.S. have stood up and got followings of other people standing up with them, they became suspect, and then there became an effort to try to disparage them in the media. They then would go about trying to pick off their organizations, their groups, and anyone affiliated with them, anyone that contributed to them. If you listen to Harry Belafonte, you would know what I mean and why he was targeted and considered a communist. There was also Paul Robeson that this happened to, you know, James Baldwin and Give a Dog On. They put them all on these various lists because they were speaking out and they had the financial wherewithal, they had the stages and the microphones and various places around the world to be able to voice their discontent about the re enslavement of people of African descent in an era now that we often refer to as civil rights. These men gave money to movements. Someone else who did this but didn't get out front, A.G. Gadsden. Someone else who did this and used his newspaper to make sure it became a national voice for people was a native Gullah Geechee, Robert Abbott, the founder of the Chicago Defender newspaper. There's a powerful book. I mentioned it here on the show. I'll mention it again now. Called The Defender. Yes, it's a 600-and-some-page book. You can get through it. You can read it. You'll learn a great deal. Robert Abbott, members of The Defender, staff members of The Defender, they were criticized. They were approached. They were attacked. Some of them went ahead and got in bed with politicians in D.C. They then had inroads with media opportunities to cover certain types of stories. They also had the political clout to have people who were running for office come and pay into their coffers to make sure they were promoted and advertised through the paper and supported by the paper so that they could get the black vote. 
That's how the U.S. system operates. That's what politics is about. And so it's nothing new to people trying to use FERSA if it doesn't. The resistance to the resistors has to be resisted. We have to stop selling short our community and giving away our human rights for grant money, for a small donation, for an opportunity to be the one covered in a newspaper story or a blog story so that we could get out here ahead of the other person that you think, oh, they always cover the person. I'd rather it be me. These are the types of things that have been going on consistently since people realized that the Gullah Geechee Nation is a real nation. It's not an organization. It's not a nonprofit group. It's not a religious group using the word nation on the end of the name. It is a real nation with a landmass, with an elected leader, with its own body of leadership that are advisors that will stand up and stand out for our human rights. So when we look at the reality of the Gullah Geechee Nation, we have to look at those ancestors who fought, who died, let their blood spill, fighting against enslavement back in the 1600s, the 1700s, the 1800s, coming across on enslavement vessels and even fighting here in the Gullah Geechee Nation on Sea Island Sand against enslavers, escaping and taking their families and living elsewhere, building battle boats that leave plantation islands and ending up on others. We have to look to that story as much as we look to the story of Cato and the other Golan men who marched with him and ended up at Grasse Real de Santa Teresa de Mosay. We have to look to Denmark Vesey, Gullah Jack, their resistance, although some would say, oh, it was failed, though, because in 1822 they found out about them and they killed them. They killed bodies, but they didn't kill spirits of resistance. Then we have to look to Robert Abbott. We have to look to people who took their platform, Alex Manley. We have to look to these individuals who then used their ability to write about our story and publish it so that it is part of not only the literary record for the future and for this present time, which is now, that would have been the future for them, but look to the present writers like Representative Glenda Simmons Jenkins, who is one of the founding members of the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Committee of Northeast Florida, and the various journalistic articles that she has published that now emboss the Gullah Geechee story of Florida into the minds of others that made them to start realizing that they had a Gullah Geechee living legacy in northeastern Florida, that it was not something that disappeared at the Georgia-Florida line, that you cannot say, well, oh, my people is from Georgia, but somehow when you cross the St. John's River, oh, you get over here, it disappears and you become something else. It doesn't happen that way. And nor did crossing over the Middle Passage erase our Africanness, and nor did coming down through these marsh-lined seafronts of the sea islands from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida, and intermarrying with the Kusabo, the Adisto, the Yemasi, erase our Africanness, nor did it now erase our indigeneity. We are indigenous as Gullah Geechis. 
to the Sea Islands, to what they call the Carolina, Georgia, Low Country. That is our reality. And there are those who want to resist that reality. They want to try to figure if they remove us, if they tell us to retreat from this coast and go somewhere else and live, that we will be one and the same. There are psychological issues that would arise from such displacement. The trauma that we have already experienced has been enough. We need not suffer any further trauma by the hands or the voices of other people of African descent being bought off to participate in modern-day COINTELPRO that would be the very ones who would add to this FBI report of black identity extremist listings and so on and so forth. We need to make sure that we are clear on what is going on. D. Ray McKenson told a group that focuses on foreign policy. He said there is a long tradition of the FBI targeting black activists, and this new FBI report is not surprising. It might be surprising to you to think that, whoa, the FBI is actually targeting people based on the fact that they say they're proud of their identity. But I give you homework once again. If you study COINTELPRO, COINTELPRO is a direct outgrowth of Jim Crow. Jim Crow wrote the handbook for it. Jim Crow took his dictation from the slave code. So at any and all times that you make a decision to resist your mental and spiritual enslavement of a person of African descent in the world, and especially of another one we who the crack we teach us so and thing like that, and we we call to get you an idea people and I'll stand up for the ghetto and thing like that. Great God, what on to do that for? No, no, ain't quite did it. Put the madama lash, think. Sit down. When the madama lash on the pony back, huh? Gonna steal it or crack it, teeth up or dip it in it, and dip it quite one up this year. Phone up going down? Uh-uh. You got to stop that. There is always resistance to those resisting being re-enslaved. So if there's a problem identifying as a black Gullah Geechee who is proudly Gullah Geechee, then so be it. But it's nothing new to me or anyone who is a Gullah Geechee Nation leader about being listed on any of these lists or having other black people ensure that they take back and report to the U.S. federal government information, even an inaccurate and straight-out lies, in order to try to get themselves and their careers boosted. So be very careful. Be very aware. And that's why we're here. So Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Awareness Month is not just about you celebrating. It's not just about you enjoying going out and having some of the food ways that we have and partaking of it, but it's also about nourishing your mind, nourishing your spirit, and having you recognize and realize we are at a critical time in our story and in world history about the rights of human beings. 
and whether or not we believe it's right to stand up for one another and stand together. And as the Gullah Geechee spirituals say, walk together, chilla. Don't you get weary. Great character meet in the promised land. We are blessed people, and we need to act like it. So I thank everyone who has stood up with the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition proudly for 20 years and resisted taking on trappings of other people's interpretation of what our culture was, that resisted promoting things that are buffoon-like. Thank you for resisting working against us and undermining us no matter what somebody else offered you to do so. But those of you who did it really out of ignorance because you truly didn't understand U.S. politics and you didn't understand the global politics and the policies and you didn't know by that one time that you said something negatively against nationhood, that they were going to try to turn it on us all. May God help you. But I hope you're awake now. As them children say, stay woke. Because there are people mounting up against black folks identified with simply being black folks and saying that the lives of black people are valuable and not in a way that only means you can take us and put us on a block of some kind again, a stage platform of some kind, and then you get to make the money from us presenting what you say we ought to present. In fact, we speak with you not wide open, and we know who we to be, and we quite crack with teeth of who we be and resistance, that this year the we story that we have a hold on to for the next generation of the children, for know how to live, for make sure we have something right here, punish your course and things like that. And I'm going to know how to take care of and I'm going right here where we to be. As we get ready to go out of Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Awareness Month, that we are aware, what is it that you've learned this month? I would love to know. I would love to know how your perceptions, your thoughts have changed, been altered about who the Gullah Geechee people are and what is the legacy that we have left in the world. I would love to know that. I would love to know how you spent this month supporting Gullah Geechees in any way, shape, or form. Please take the time out. You can put it in the chat room right now, or you can send us an email later to G-U-L-L. G-E-E-C-O at AOL dot com. G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL dot com. And also would love to know more about the things that you intend to do hereafter to support the continued human rights of Gullah Geechee that you intend to do? How are you going to participate in the human rights movements that are un- that is underway right now? What is it that you are going to do to stand up and help resist any further exploitation of the actual persons that are Gullah Geechee and the land that is Gullah Geechee? 
What is it that you're going to do? It don't have to be something so extravagant and major that you feel overwhelmed to even figure out how can you do this. It can be something real easy. So you ain't got to think way out, Jonah. Think right up close. What do you have within your reach that you can use to help us? We appreciate it. Every piece of the energy that it takes for all of us to come together, be unified, and stop trying to annihilate one another and assimilate people into who you are and into your cultural world is critical right now. Our cultural heritage is something even native Gullah Geechis have to become more aware of so that they will have it to pass on to their children before they become models, automatons, knockoff versions of other people. If Hunter doesn't know who Hunter to be, make sure for tweet me at Gullah Geechee and let me know how proudly Hunter is or who Hunter to be. So I'd love to hear from you at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, on Gullah Geechee Nation's Facebook fan page, the Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Facebook fan page, and, of course, follow com, which is our blog. We have a lot more coming up for you as we go into the Holy Days season shortly. And I'm looking forward to seeing you this coming Saturday at the St. Helena Community Market at Dr. Martin Luther King Drive and Highway 21 on Sea Island Parkway on St. Helena Island from 10 to 3. And the following Saturday at Riceboro, Georgia, between 9 and 5 o'clock on that Saturday as well at the Riceboro Rice Festival. So looking forward to it. And even tonight we're going to open up the phone line in case you say, well, I can't wait that long. i got something to say now. You can call in at 347-324-3903, 347-324-3903. And for those who are listening who have never become members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, which is the major sponsor for this broadcast, we want you to know there's still room, there's always room if you are Anywhere in the world you can become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. You can go to gullahgeechee.net, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E, ain't no I and Geechee for the week, gullahgeechee.net. You can also pay for membership at gullahgeechee.biz, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E.biz. And so we'd love for you to be members with us. If you say, well, oh, I'd like to mail mine in in the form of a check, you can also email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, and we will send you the form for membership electronically, and then you can print it out and send it back via snail mail. We appreciate all the new members that have joined us this year. We have some closing out-of-the-year celebrations, including Gullah Night on the Town that we always partner with the St. Helena Branch Library on. That now is where we encourage our members to come out so we can join each other face-to-face 
and celebrating all the work that we've done, especially now after 20 years. We would love for you to be there and celebrate with us on Saturday, December the 9th at 4 o'clock at the St. Helena Branch Library, which is one of our sister organizations or sister institutions is the St. Helena Branch Library. So please make sure to come on out to Gullah Night on the Town, Saturday, December the 9th at 4 p.m. The Saturday prior, we will have the St. Helena Island Community Market, and they're going to have a holiday community market going on then on December the 2nd from 10 to 3. So if you're here for the whole week, you got something to do on one Saturday right on around to the next Saturday as well. And then the third Saturday will also be the final St. Helena Island Community Market for the year on Saturday, December the 16th. And so we have a lot that's going to be coming up between now and then, and we're going to be coming back on the airwaves, of course, as we do on Monday nights so that we will let you know and keep you informed of the various activities that are happening. We want to make sure that you know that there's information that you need to submit. The deadline is approaching very fast in terms of the beachfront jurisdictional lines. If you did not see the information we posted on Twitter and also on the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page in regard to that, if you're in South Carolina, the Department of Health and Environmental Control is receiving that input only for about the next week and a half at this point. So make sure that you are fully aware. If you need the details, once again, email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com or go to Gullah Geechee Nation's Facebook fan page and you'll find the information on there so that you can submit your comments before that deadline is up. There's going to be a meeting at Will Branch Early College High School in Beaufort County this coming Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. about an increase in sales tax, about the plastic bag ban, and about one or two other issues as well um, that's going to come up from Beaufort County Council this coming Thursday evening at 6.30. And so there's always this time of year a plethora of things that people are kind of putting out there rapidly, not giving you enough notice about them, and so on. That's part of the resistance to the resistance. They figure if you are busy thinking about Halloween and then you're thinking about Thanksgiving and you start thinking about Christmas, then you're distracted enough that you are not going to be a participant in your own freedom. And so I'm telling you, stay woke. So even in the midst of it all, enjoy life. Celebrate. It's a wonderful thing. Laugh as often as you possibly can, but then after all that laughing, go on and stand. This is Queen Quet, chiefess and head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that I children taught them not robbery for tuning one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio because Hunter children know this year the we show and we want Hunter to always know what's going on and where for go. So join me again next week, chillin'. We gonna crack, we teach them over who we be down here in this your land of the Gullah Geechee. Thank you, thank you for celebrating Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Awareness Month with we. Peace and blessings, everybody. <laughs>